This is the Pursuit of Endurance podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Pursuit of Endurance podcast. My name is Nick Hill. Hi, I'm Arpana. Today we are talking to Aditya Chandrasekhar. He's a young, aspiring triathlete. He believes endurance training is 80% mental and 20% physical strength. Aditya, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Hi, Nikhil. Hi, Arpana. Thanks for having me on your show. Hi, Aditya. It's really nice to have you. Very excited to have you, actually. Uh, You're probably our youngest uh, guest so far, so very excited to have you. So let's get started. So this is something that we would like to know about uh, all the people that we talk to. Um, How did you get into this whole uh, journey of endurance sports? How and when did you begin? So the story goes back uh, three years from now. So it all started in the year 2017, to be precise. So I had just gotten into my engineering. So I was in my second semester in 2017. So I was an uh, I was a sprinter back in 2015 and uh, sorry, 2014 and 2015. So I used to train under Mr. V R Bidu in Kantiva Stadium. So he prompted me as a sprinter. You know, you need to also get into some of the endurance activities such as a 10k run. So that's when I started my f- uh, training for a 10k run. So that you know, in the last 50 meters of my 200 meter sprint and 100 meter sprint, I'll get the burst of energy. So he prompted me to train harder and do a lot of 10K runs. So then engineering happened. I couldn't continue my sprint training. So what I decided to do was probably just continue these 10K runs and probably do a half marathon somewhere near in future. Then what happened was I had my sister cycle. So I took that cycle, started riding for about 20-odd kilometers, 30-odd kilometers, 40-odd kilometers. So then I was like, okay, now I'm doing 10 kilometers of running. I'm doing 40 kilometers of cycling. And uh, when I was a kid, I first started off as a swimmer. So when I was seven or eight years old. So then I thought, you know what, let me try to combine all these three sports and see how it will work out for me. So that's when my journey as a triathlete began. Then what happened was I met a couple of people in Hachasalyar. So uh, it was in my gym. I overheard a 58 year old man saying I did a 100 kilometer cycle ride. So I just walked up to him and said, my name is Aditya. I'm a 20-year-old 20, 20 uh, engineering student who just got in, into cycling and I do a couple of 50s and I've done about two century rides still now. So can you like help me out in figuring out how to do all this endurance uh, cycling and running and all of that stuff? So he's like, you know what, hop in, let's go on some cycle rides and I'll uh, make you meet a few uh, people in the community who are triathletes, endurance uh, cyclists, endurance runners. So then I met them and my journey started and here I am today. That's good. I'm, I'm sure your sister is proud that you stole her cycle away to do something productive. Yeah, but now I got a cycle of my own. So. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, wow. Okay. So you've had some people who've encouraged you uh, to take this up, who've sort of inspired you in some ways. So that's great. That's really nice to know. So I understand that um, you really want to um, pursue the Ironman triathlon. Uh, What drives you towards it? Well, in India, if you notice, right, 
triathlon is not a popular sport so you don't have a lot of people who are aware of this sport or not many people actually do this so my goal is this being an endurance activity which demands a lot of your physical ability as well as your mental ability to complete the race i want to set a standard you know where i can tell people saying you know what i pushed my body through 3.8 kilometers of swimming 180 kilometers of cycling and 42.2 kilometers of running so i sustained that 10 hour race right i put my body through the torture and i came out as a winner and with this i want to connect with the community as well and make sure you know triathlon gets some recognition here in india so i want to you know get this sport to india and spread it across people who i know so that people who i know can spread it across to people you know who they know in their friend circle as well so in that way triathlon can gain some recognition here in our country today and a lot of people can get inspired to take up this sport and challenge themselves to push that limit okay all right so you want to inspire others and you also want to see how far you can push yourself yep where my body will break what is the limit that i can push my body to like because i hear human body knows no limit right see people earlier thought uh, a mile could not be run less than 4 minutes but roger banister did it and then elliot kipchoge did the marathon under sub 2 hours right although you know there are a lot of you know conspiracy theories that there was a lot of mechanical doping involved yet he did the marathon sub 2 hours so there are endless possibilities a human body knows no limits so that's what i want to pursue like until you know what limit can i push my body and what time i like see right now subramani venkatesh holds the record for the fastest ironman timing with the 9 hours 51 minutes time for the entire uh, circuit right so i want to go better and see if i can push it to less than 9 hours to 8 hours 50 minutes or so so that's my goal as of now you mentioned the the mile after yeah. roger banister set that uh, set that sub 4 mile in within yeah. one year uh more than 400 people did a sub 4 once it's broken yeah. that sort of becomes the norm that becomes the standard so yes. it's it's a huge ambition and you know uh and it's 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 uh, incredible to see that you you're saying that with a smiling face that you you seem pretty confident and mm-hmm. can't wait to see how you progress towards that goal yeah uh, really really nice to hear that while uh, wanting to be a triathlete that means a lot of training goes into your week uh, each week so what does your typical training week look like so i right now due to the ongoing pandemic situation i am not able to swim so taking swimming out of the equation for now sadly i do alternate days of cycling and running so monday i start off with a run tuesday will be cycling wednesday run thursday cycling so i have a six day training schedule in a week and one day of rest so typically my runs are an average of 16 kilometers but then i have different types of runs so i have interval running i have part leg training i have tempo runs i have some relaxation runs and then in a week sometimes i i add that extra 5 kilometers and run a half marathon so this is my typical running schedule and my cycling schedule involves two sessions of 50 kilometers cycling and one uh, session of 100 kilometers cycling over the weekend and even there i try to tweak things a little bit like probably 10 kilometers of sprint 10 kilometers of relaxation then 5 kilometers of first extra sprint and then 5 kilometers of relaxation small like interval training in cycling sometimes i do a lot of hill climb 
also on cycling even in running as well so that so that you know i had a lot of variety into my training so as of now my training schedule is like three weeks of sorry three days of running in a week three days of cycling in a week so i roughly cover about uh, 60 odd kilometers 50 odd kilometers of running and uh, 250 odd kilometers of uh, cycling in a week. That's a lot of mileage. Uh, for somebody like me, that's a lot of mileage. Uh, <laughs> how long have you been at it? So recently I started pushing the limit a little too much. So earlier I was probably averaging about 150 kilometers of running in a week and uh, 200 or uh, 175 kilometers of uh, cycling in a week. But recently I have a lot of time because I don't have academics to focus on for now. So I thought, let me lay the foundation. So I would say a lot of intensity was added from the month of May that I started doing 200 plus kilometers of running and 1000 plus kilometers of cycling in a month. Wow. And I know we spoke earlier and you mentioned about uh, you modifying your old MTB. You want to talk a bit about that? The reason, uh, so once I started cycling, so once I bought my sister's cycle and uh, I was, I, you know, I found that sudden passion to ride a cycle. So then I I was an amateur back then, so I had no idea which cycle to buy for a competitive, you know, event or so. So I just walked into a cycle store and I'm like, see, I need a cycle for everyday commute and probably some weekend rides. So he just uh, walked me towards this one cycle, which was the Merida Big 740D. So it's an MTB. So I'm like, okay, you know what? I can commute every day to college on this cycle and uh, probably do a couple of weekend rides. He was like, sure, yeah, you can do that on the cycle. And my budget was less than 50,000 back then. So I just got the cycle. And then uh, with Bangalore having a lot of photos and for my everyday commute to college. So I needed a cycle which would take a lot of these bumpy roads and road repairs. So I just got the cycle. And I had no intentions of, you know, riding like multiple hundred kilometer uh, cycle rides or so. Then I met Manjunath sir in the gym and then all out of these 100 kilometer cycle rides have started to happen in the year 2018. So 2018 and 2019, somehow I started to push on the MTB, uh, you know, tire, like again, where science is involved. So the broader the tire, more friction, so more effort, less output. So I used to ride in a group, right? So a lot of them have road, bike, road bikes with them. So they used to put a lot of less effort and still go faster than me. But then I... I am a competitive man. So I used to try to keep up with them on an MTB. And I did manage to keep up with them as well. But then I was like, enough is enough. Let me see what I can do on this bike to improvise. Because financially, I'm still a student. I cannot keep uh, you know, troubling my dad for a lot of modifications on my bike. So I'm like, let me just change the wheels and see how my performance improves. Right? So I used to average about 4 hours, 20 minutes, 4 hours, 20, uh, 15 minutes for a 100 on an MTB tire. As soon as I shifted to hybrid, my time, my, my average time to complete a 100 on a hybrid, let's say a sleek tire is 3 hours, 30 minutes. So I could see the drastic improvement. So I just tried to improvise because I cannot invest like a lakh or so right now on road bike. So I'm like, with whatever resources that I have, let me see what best use I can make of it. So I just modified the tire. That's it. And I just gave the cycle for service and just as good as a new bike for me. That's good. So so the MTB training re has has probably set the set the right base for you to go faster on a yeah. on a hybrid yeah. tire, I guess. So I, I was looking at your Strava and you've done some 
29 odd century rides in 2020. Yeah. What's yeah. the story behind that? So I ride with a team called Kent 90. So it's a cycle shop based in Jainaga. So the team lead of that group, Mr. Chetan Ram and his colleagues, Satish Adanke and Madhu Krishna Ayengar, they've, um, Satish, Chetan Ram has so far completed about 160 century, kilometer, uh, century rides. Satish Adanke has completed about 150 odd or so and Madhu sir has completed about 110 century rides. So I keep them as my role models and be like, okay, and they are about 40 years old and they can do century rides, which, you know, probably like what, 100 century, 160 century rides till day. I'm like, I'm just 22. So why can't I also push my body to the limit and, you know, compete with them? So I'm just trying to, you know, match them at their pace and at their level to see if I can compete with them. So my target for this year is try to hit the 50 mark, 50 century rides in this year. And so far I've done 29, but I've done 15 century rides previously in the last two years. So totally at right now I stand at 44 century rides overall. That's incredible. And it's a good goal to have, especially with what's going on. It's, uh, you know, it, it's hard to... It's hard to train. It's hard, you know. You're clearly not going to a gym, but uh, cycling, as yeah. you as you may have noticed, there's a lot of people who have taken up cycling. So that good luck to you on that with uh, completing yeah. 50 odd uh, centuries this year. I mean, uh, let me break it down for you. It it actually looks simple to you right now. So if you actually notice, we are done with July. We have about five months remaining, and I have 21 century rides remaining. So 2100s and five months remaining. If I ride if every week. Just every week, at the end of every week, if I do one century ride, I'll still reach 50 by the end of this year. It's as simple as that. I don't need to complicate it at all. So I'm not pressurizing myself. So if you look at it, we have 52 weeks in a year, 50 centuries. So that's just 100 kilometer ride every weekend. I mean, it takes a lot of practice to get there. But once, you're, once you get the hang of it, right? one century ride every week, it doesn't hurt. So that's how I look at it. To make it simple for me. Doesn't hurt, Tom. Huh? Speak for yourself. <laughs> uh, but, you know, you're a smart guy. Yeah. Uh, no, well said and well broken up. That's yeah. a good thought. Aditya, mm. you, you mentioned early on that, you know, mm. you were coached early on as a kid, as a sprinter. Do you, mm. do you, what's the structure that you use now? And you mentioned, you know, there's a variety of training that you do uh, with, mm. uh, with fart legs and intervals and easy rides, etc. Uh, are you coached? Do you do you follow a particular structure for the let's say for the next three months? How how, how do you decide what to do? So ideally, what I try to do is incorporate at least one uh, relaxed run in a week out of the three sessions. The other two, I try to vary it between interval running and tempo running. Sometimes I'll have ill repeats and then uh, tempo running or interval running and tempo running. So I try to mix and mix it up between them. It's, it's more or less like permutation combination. So out of three sessions, one is reserved for relaxation running. Uh, the other two, I keep, uh, uh, you know, tweaking them. So once I'll have hill repeats, once inter uh, the other one will be interval. One, if one is interval, the other might be tempo, something like that. So the same goes with cycling as well. So I have a couple of different routes for cycling. So sometimes I have a lot of elevation gain on the cycling road. So that will help me get my climbing abilities, you know, climbing skills up to point. Uh, sometimes I do the thoroughly repeats where you have like those gradual climbs. So that, that way, I, you know, my legs are trained to handle those climbs. 
sometimes i have like a completely flat road where i get to you know sprint the entire distance so that my speed improves so in that way i try to mix and match my training so and sometimes if my body is not responding too well right so that's when i decide okay you know what cycling today i'm not really in a mood to push so let me go on a leisure slow cycle ride but i try to increase the distance do like about 120 so in that way i try to compensate for the push that i'm not actually so how do you know when to take it easy you did say if the, if your body isn't responding then you take it take it somewhat easy but uh, i'm a little confused that you said you'll take it easy but still do longer distances yeah i need to train my mind to you know so that it should be tuned even if i'm not pushing right i'm getting the mileage there so my leg should have the muscle memory to last the entire distance so that is my goal at the end of the day even if i'm not pushing i need to get the distance all right that's the whole point of it because if you look at the ironman race it's either uh, if you take a half ironman it's 90 kilometers of cycling if you take the full ironman it's 180 kilometers of cycling so either way even if you're not able to push entire distance at least get the distance so that your body is tuned to last the entire distance understood what do you do yeah. to uh, to recover to recuperate i mean you you you've got a lot of training going on you mentioned many many kilometers that you're putting on a weekly basis the body definitely needs time to absorb all that training what is your method of recovery so i recently started to do yoga so that is something that i do for recovery right now so i was not a guy who practiced yoga earlier so i lo- i saw a lot of you know professional athletes incorporating yoga into the training so that their body relaxes and also uh, you know it improves their breathing so recently i started doing yoga as well and uh, yeah that's pretty much it and then i do a little bit of stretching and then i take my mom's help to get some massage also so that's my ideal recovery i would say for now that's good i've always been averse to doing any yoga stuff and last year i got i got a pretty bad injury yeah i couldn't do anything for a good 30 to 40 days um and since then i think we've been regular about it more regular now uh since the uh, since the pandemic every sunday 90 minutes yoga it really has for me personally changed my physiology and the consistency at which i can go out on a daily basis so it really has helped yoga really has helped us absolutely yeah so switching a little bit you are managing the time pretty well you know what's coming for the next few weeks you know what you need to achieve so how do you balance how do you balance your studying your academics and all this training so what i do is uh, so my schedule is like this so i wake up at 5 am in the morning and then by 5:30 or so i start my training ideally my morning training if it's a run lasts for about an hour an hour and a half and if it's cycle roughly about 2 hours so let's say after the training is done and you know a little bit of cool down stretching and etc let's say by 8 8:30 i'm done so i just immediately go have shower have my breakfast and rest for an hour so my schedule my academic you know whatever work related starts at around 12 o'clock so from so from 12 to 6 in the evening i focus solely on my on my academics so right now i do i am reading a book by tim s grover which is relentless from good to great to unstoppable so this book is helping me a lot personally 
and then uh, i practice spanish for half an hour and then do a course for 2 hours so i am refreshing my data structures and algorithm so in that way i keep myself busy up to 6 in the evening and then i decide to go for a short run or a short cycle ride as a warm up and then uh, do a little bit of body weight exercises and uh, do abdomen exercises and then have dinner and go to bed at 10:30 so i get a good 6 uh, and 1/2 hours 7 hours of sleep as well so in that way what i would say is uh, discipline and consistency is what keeps me you know which helps me balance both my academics as well as my training okay wow sounds great you seem very driven organized motivated and uh, all of that uh, what about your social life you know i'm just wondering where is the time over there for any social uh, social life oh uh, well you got to sacrifice something right to achieve something in like you want to get somewhere in life you got to sacrifice something so i when i actually you know considered my fitness my professional life and my social life i was like you know what the social life doesn't really have you know a lot of advantages here in my life it's not contributing that much so the only social life i have is when i go on group rides and uh, have a few friends who help me out in my training so that's the only time i have or sometimes i just check my whatsapp twice a day and then reply to some messages and just go off the grid because for me my training and my professional life is like greater than everything else right now because i want to really go sub 9 hours in the ironman that's the only thing i have right now so till then i'm not going to stop i'm so impressed to hear that's remarkable hearing your focus i want to share a small story here about a month back i was off social media so i was off whatsapp i was off instagram because i felt you know what uh, let's say if you go back 50 years people didn't have smartphones instagram whatsapp etc and they still led a life okay a life you know which was disciplined and they worked and you know they probably had a life without all of these gadgets so i thought let me experiment that you know am i really dependent on these gadgets to you know have a life in today's world so it was going all right and then a friend of mine from school he's a senior he's a sports influencer at decathlon in pune so he called me up and he's like hey what's up i uh, you were earlier uploading a lot of stories on your instagram uh, feed and now i'm not able to see any of your stories what happened so i'm like hey you know what i'm on social media i don't see any real use to it so he's like hey you're not using it the right way you got to come back and make sure you know you use your hashtag properly you start posting you start influencing people the right way so he conducted a live session on instagram and he motivated me to come back on instagram and impact people in a positive way so that's when i created my separate uh, instagram page called the endurance athlete and then i started posting a lot of my workout started using the hashtags uh, uh, properly and that's how i got connected to nikhil as well because uh, a friend of mine uh, uh, made me meet nikhil murjani and he introduced me to try blr whatsapp group and uh, that's how i met nikhil so i think that's how we know each other now that's when i decided to come back on social media but in a controlled manner just post my workout clear some people's doubt meet people who share the same interest that i do so that's the only little social life i have even that is related to something that i'm doing that is my iron man training you yeah, know incredible i mean you know what you want i mean i was earlier trying to say i don't 
quite remember what I was doing when I was 22. I, I think I was just hanging out in the corner of a street with a bunch of dudes and speaking rubbish and uh, wasting time. But so it's, it's incredible for somebody like me to hear the level of focus. And, you know, you're, you're very clear in what you want to become, which is, which is truly an example for many, many folks, even not necessarily just students or people who are young, but anybody at any age, it is quite hard for most people to to decipher what they really want to do. What do I want to become? What is the purpose of my life? And I don't intend to make this philosophical in any way. This is this is about endurance, but I'm just very impressed with the clarity of thought that you have, Aditya. It's, uh, it is really, really good. So uh, your mantra is that endurance training is 80% mental, uh, mental strength and um, just about 20% is physical strength. So how does that manifest in your training? What does that look like? So ideally, the way I approach my training or even uh, races for that matter is I stimulate the entire circuit in my mind. So it's like I'm running in my mind. So that is just, you know, being reflected in my uh, movements, my hands and legs. That's it. For example, at Bangalore 10K Challenge Run. So they put up the route map week in advance. So what I do is I take that route map. So I go do the so I know what exactly the circuit is like so I get a feel of it so when on the race day when I start so I just close my eyes simulate the entire race in my mind once and in the race most of the time I'm just thinking as to like how do I approach the next segment how do I break down you know at where should I pace where should I push where should I relax a little bit so that's how I approach each and every training as well so uh, that is why my mantra is 80% mental and 20% physical. So most of the time, I'm just running the race in my mind. So 20% physical is just that, you know, my brain is telling me to move so that I, you know, it manifests into some movement. Here. Truly impressive, uh, Aditya, how planned you are and how focused you are. Just really, really impressed and amazed at uh, the focus that you have. Thank you. The 80-20 principle is, uh, it flies everywhere. So it's, uh, it's good that you yeah. have that. You know, what you really mentioned was the power of visualization, not just uh, when it comes to a race with, with really anything else. And, you know, I used to try to visualize how my exams used to go, but I, I utterly have failed with that. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, that's a, very, that's a very good one. Formula One drivers do that all the time. They would have driven the same circuit yeah. over and over again. You mentioned a couple of references to books. What are some of your favorite references in terms of either books or articles or movies? Or uh, So right now, I'm still reading this book called uh, Relentless by Tim S. Grover. So this book, although I've just completed 100 pages, it's really impacted me a lot. And the other book that impacted me a lot is uh, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. So that is another book that really impacted me. So it talks about how do you schedule your life? How do you incorporate, you know, things that really matter to you and you don't bullshit away in your life? So you don't waste your time while away and then complain about it later on. So these two books have really impacted me. And I read a lot of non-fiction books. So I don't know, for some reason, I feel I have a lot of management skills and leadership abilities in me. So hopefully somewhere down the line, you know, I'm managing teams, 
and probably leading a team out somewhere in future so what i am doing right now is reading a lot of books on leadership entrepreneurship and how to you know manage time and all of that stuff so how to be effective in simple words that's it Oh, thanks for that. And uh, we have no doubt that you you will be a great leader as and as well as a good role model. So I'll ask a series of questions, uh, which will be somewhat unrelated. But before I get there, where can people find you? I know you mentioned your uh, Instagram, but can you repeat where can where can people find you? How do people follow uh, what you do? So you can uh, follow me on Instagram on my professional page. It's the underscore endurance underscore athlete. My personal Instagram page is a Aditya. It's a Aditya with T H Y A by the way and underscore C S. And you can find me on Strava as Aditya Chandrasekhar. So these are some of the places where you can find me. All right. Well, we'll switch over and I'll ask a series of questions. Are you are you well hydrated for this? <laughs> yep, I am. All right. Cycling or running? Running. Idli or dosa? Idli. Cold weather or tropical weather? Uh, cold. Operating system or algorithms? Algorithm. Boston or Bangalore? I've never been to Boston, so Bangalore for now. All right, that's yeah, that's a good one. Aditya, thank you so much for joining us today, and I'll tell you it was. it was a refreshing refreshing conversation uh, to be connecting with somebody so young and so driven good luck with with everything that you are that you've planned out not just for this year but for your larger ironman ambitions and your record ambitions uh, it was really really good to have you on the show pleasure talking to you aditya it was really really inspiring to hear from you Thank you so much for being part of the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me and helping me get out my story. So hopefully, you know, it impacts a lot of people out there who listen to this podcast later on. So if they really want to get in touch with me, like I said, I've shared my Instagram handles, and uh, you know, I'm, you can always contact Nikhil if you want to get in touch with me. So I'm always ready to help and interact with a lot of people who share the same passion that I do. So thank you, thank you for this stage. That's it. That was Aditya Chandrasekhar. We hope you liked this episode. Please share it with others and help us spread the word. Subscribe to our podcast at Spotify, Google Podcast, or anywhere you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Instagram at the Pursuit of Endurance. If you have a story to share or know of someone who should be on our podcast, send us a direct message on Instagram. or email us at the pursuit of endurance at gmail.com in our next episode we speak with dr usha hegde ranked as india's number 1 ironman triathlete in 2019 in the women's category she is well known in the endurance community be sure to join us next week for a great chat with dr usha take care stay healthy